That's good. That's good. Joe? I like that. I like that. I ain't look, bro. I agree. I, I really do agree. Um, I do think it's a dope. Ah. Can y'all hear me? Yes. Y'all can still see me? No. Oh. Now we do. Back. I'm back. Um, I do think it's a I do think it is a dope album. Um I definitely agree that I feel like I don't think she went like a different direction, but the sound was a tad bit different from, from what I'm used to hearing from her. Um, but I like it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's, it's, it was a very cool and calm vibe. Um, I low-key got a hint of like some old school uh, sounds coming through, especially like the first, I want to say like, I want to say within like the first few songs. Um, it was like, so I was getting very old school vibes, like an old school sample was thrown in there some type of way, which I really, I thoroughly enjoy. Like I like when people like go back and show like their history. They show like, you know, that they actually are in tune with what, you know, with those that came before them, if that makes, you know, any type of sense at all. Um, my favorite track of the whole thing is Damage. Like, I had, like, it had me, like, running it back and almost singing that bit up in here, um, you know. So I definitely give it a dope. I, like, I definitely agree with Shay that I don't think it was the best, and I do think she can do better. Not saying that this was, you know, bad, but I think that she can, you know, top this moving forward. Um, so yeah, I definitely say a dope album. Ooh, oh man, this, this is the time where I have to go against the green. Uh, really? No. Yeah, this is the time I have to go against it. I, just, I give this mid. Really? That man said mid. Oh my this. god, why? Well, when I first listened to it, I said this is trash because I couldn't get through the first five songs. Only reason why, because it's like knowing well, listening to her is like a, like previous work, you know, from the her EP volume one and two, and uh, the one she put out before that. Uh, I used to know her. It kind of was just, you know, it was just a different sound, different approach to the album. Which, you know, my opinion did change to mid after today. Listen to a second time, I'm like, all right, this is kind of, it's getting a little bit better. But the songs, the order of the songs just didn't flow like her previous work. Like I just feel like the some of the features were put in different weird places which kind of threw it off like with the mood of the album but i mean uh yeah it's it, it was mid it's still mid for me i might it might have to grow on me it's one of the albums that have to probably grow on me for real i can't believe you i can't German judge. i can i can understand what you're saying about the order of the songs i i definitely could see that because i do feel like some of her other projects flowed like way better yeah, but I don't know about mid bringing. It was I, I'll I'll probably put it like this. I'll give it mid, but I also feel like this would be a very dope or fire album. It should have took out half the songs and put it maybe on another project. Okay. So do you think it was just too long? It yeah, it was, it was too long for this one because some like from tracks eight to seventeen, I would say it could have been its own project. It, it actually those tracks actually like lived up to the the title of the album back in my mind which you know was talking basically like you know on the aspect of that on the back in mind on the downward spiral relationship and stuff like that i mean okay good. so i have a question so like you know how when artists are putting out their sophomore album there's always like that um like sophomore album curse or whatever yeah do you feel That's like sports analogy <laughs> Not the sports analogy. Whatever. So, like, do you feel like um, she kind of, like, had that curse? Or do you feel like it was a solid enough album for her to, like, be able to move past it? 
think she can move past it. Okay. Cause she she makes she makes great music. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, she she's multi-talented. You know, she has good vibes. She does she does do great with features and she knows how to collaborate with artists too. So I feel like she could definitely bounce back from this, even though, you know, I'm not saying like overall is a trash album to me. I'm probably one of the one of the few that might say it. It might be a good album to me later on down the line. It's gotta grow on me, but I feel like she could definitely move on past this for real, for real. Okay. I'm about to say yes. I'll, I'll... And that's one thing I will say about B. He will give some, you know, multiple listens uh, to not, I'm not going to say try to like it, but to actually like unravel right. things that he might not have caught the first time listening to it. Um, mid, I don't know about that. I can't, yeah, I don't I know. I don't know about the mid, brother. It was, it was um, trash the first listen, bro. I ain't even going to lie. That bitch say trash. <laughs> oh, my father. Um, I don't know. I, I just, like, like you said, like, when she makes amazing music, like, I can't think of any song that she made herself prior to this or even featured on prior to this that I was like yeah like she she like she messed that up like she got to be she need to be taken off um and I feel the same way with this project like I feel like everything you know was was her like it was I feel like it was you know her her in the music I can um, see what you're saying with the longer albums though just because like I don't even think that's really her thing like all of her projects before weren't really that long Right. And like I do feel like we're in a day and age where albums are not like hella long. So our attention span is like, damn, when is the album gonna end? Like this is a really long album. Like, very short. Very short. What is it? What all right, so what's what's a good number for y'all? Like I believe her I think I think this one was like 21, 21, 22 charts. It was like 22. What what's a good number for y'all? I, I don't know because okay, so Tiana Taylor has a Tiana Taylor has a long album. Like, this last album she put out was really long. But, like, I can listen to it front to back, like, with no problem. But Janae Aiko sometimes has really long projects, and I'm just like, damn, like, this is really long. So I think it just, I think 10, 12 at the most is, like, enough. Because when you get to, like, 16, 18, 20, like, that's too long. It's not the 90s. Like, nobody is doing it. It's streaming services now. Like you don't have to do that. I do think ten to twelve is a good range. I could I could do fifteen. I could see fifteen. I was gonna say, 20. but that's like cap. That's like that's like the deluxe album got to be fifteen. Right, and that's another thing. Deluxe albums are now, you know, adding on to the bunch when it's already a long album. So now you got to kind of deal with. Well, most of the deluxe editions are already stuff you probably heard before anyway. So mm. that's what yeah. most of the deluxes. So. So, okay, I know this was not part of our regular schedule program, but I want to bring this up because I want to see if Brendan holds true on what he said a little, a little while back. So, Shay, you brought up a Janaiko, you know, tape. Mm-hmm. Who is better, her, mm-hmm. Janae, or Summer Walker? And I want, I want, before you answer, I want B to rank them first. Okay, before we rank them, what are we ranking them on? Overall, who overall is, artist who is better. Who is Damn, better? I love all three of them. Who is better? You want me to rank them right now, Joe? Go ahead. All right, cool. If I, number one is Janae. Number two, Summer Walker. Number three is her. You're wilding. You're wilding. Hey. You're wilding. You're wilding. You're wilding. You're wilding. Really? Wait, hold on. I'm more surprised that she didn't agree with that. You're wilding. Hell no, I'm not putting her last. 
Okay, that's why. Okay. I'm not putting her last. And this is why. Okay, I can say Janae. I'll put Janae first. But I'm going to say her is a very, 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 very close second. Like, very, very close. Like, almost mm-hmm. interchangeable, depending on what project we're talking about. Like, that's how close. With Summer Walker, I'm putting her last because, um, okay, so her album was, like, great. Like, Joe, you know, I listen to that album to this day. Don't skip yeah. a song. But okay. I, everything that she's put, well, the EP that she put out after that, I just don't see her topping it. And so I feel like that's going to be her split, like her group. Like, I feel like every time her and Janae, I go put out something, is like something we like, damn, I got to play this, I got to listen to this. But with her, it hasn't been that since her first album. I mean, not her, sorry, with Summer Walker. It hasn't been that since her first album. So I'm going to put her third, and then I'm going to say Janae Aiko is first, and her is second, but a very close second. Very, very, very close. Mm, okay. Ooh, that's a... B, B, why do you have why do you have Summer second? I got, I got Summer second only of the strength I feel like her music to me has more longevity. I'm not saying her doesn't have longevity. What? But some like some that one like, album time over, out over it time time out this is this is all right I'm glad this is where <laughs> I wanted to go this is exactly what? where I wanted to go I much rather Summer Walker's quality of work you know quality work over hers because I could what I, when it comes when it comes to Summer Walker's albums I feel like they're more complete than hers she only has one album what do you mean she only has one album um, are you considering you're considering her EPs too. Yeah, because let's be honest. Light her summer, first last EP, year of summer audit. Her first EP was very, very good. I will give her that. But that EP that Which came one? out after Over It was not all that. It was okay. Life on Earth? It was okay. Give me one second. Joseph? Two, two EPs before. <laughs> okay, wait. All right. Why y'all? Why you looking up? Whatever you looking up. The reason I wanted to bring this up, and B, I don't know if you remember this. It was me, you, and Jordan. Mm-hmm. And y'all was on my ass because I was like Janae's top, like undoubtedly at the top. And y'all was saying it was summer number one. Mm-mm. I don't know if you remember this. Y'all was saying summer was number one because for one, y'all, I don't think y'all was fooling with like Janae's topics of her albums, like the 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 basically the song topics and what she was singing about or how she was singing. And then it was like I think y'all were saying like she ain't putting nothing out in a minute. Right, is why y'all was trying yeah, to pick summer because summer was okay. hot. Like summer was this is we had the discussion when summer was like untouchable. Low yeah, this, this is when but summer, summer was, was like Debo and R and B. Like she was. Yeah, like everything. summer was like next yeah. up. I'm putting everything out right now. This is before she low key like lost her mind. Well, I ain't gonna say she lost her mind, but like <laughs> before she kind of went left. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Over it is a solid album. Like I yeah. love over it. Like I listened to over it from the day it came out to now. Like when you do the little end of the year music thing, like she's always in my like top music that I listen to for the year. But her is always above her. I see. My thing is, I feel like with Janae, yeah, she puts out stuff like very like it's all it's very spread out i feel like it's very strategic on some stuff she reminds me of kendrick when it comes to putting stuff out but when she drops everybody's it's like, listening to it's it. a it's a classic 
like Sailing yes. Souls. Yes. Like I, I still listen to that today. Like I listen to uh, what is it? Is it? I don't know how to say it. Shalombo. Shalombo, like that. Like I listen to that. Which but is a really long album, but I'm listening. Yeah, it is. I'm listening to Sailing Souls like almost every other day. That's, that's also not forget about 2088. Soul say like. Oh, I love huh? 2088. I love 2088. Yes, it is. I, I, uh, okay. You don't like 2088? Oh, my God. I like, what y'all I going like through it. on this podcast? I like it, but I album to do with timing wise and like the topic and like what it represented i just don't like him i just don't fool with sean you're biased okay that's yeah i just don't fool with sean i guess um but yeah i do i i think you're wild and putting summer over her that's just me but what do I know? I mean, when I, when I say putting over, I'm not saying her is like far behind her. Like you know, she's like right there. But I just put summer um, a bit of an edge over her because I just like her quality of work. I'm not saying. I mean, they kind of both. I'm not saying they do the same type of music, but they both are talented and they both do great collaborations with artists. Like you look at the Over It album; she has some amazing features. Yes, yeah, she did. Usher, Bryson yeah. Taylor, and shit. Like I mean, same thing with her. Like her does great collaborations, like YB and Corday and stuff like that. Bryson Taylor. Yeah, that was amazing. YG, like she, she definitely like they both, you know, do great, great work. But I, like Joe said, like at the time, I think that's when Summer Walker was really just Debo and R and B, like for yeah. anybody that was walking. So I was like, yeah. I think overall, <laughs> as an artist, I I love Summer Walker, but I will definitely say her over Summer Walker. As do you a, think as an overall artist? Do y'all think it'll be like undoubtedly that her is better once she puts out more music? Like more projects, more like as more as more things from her drops. I you think it'd be like undoubtedly like she's over well, summer. Well, right now she's doing more. Yeah. I think I think it will be because I just don't see summer's hopping over it. Yeah. I don't I don't see her like that was literally a perfect album. Like you know how like usually an artist has something where it's like, damn, like I skipped that song or I don't really like this part. Like that was a perfect album people listen to it from beginning to end like when me and my friends listen to it we listen to it in order beginning mm. to end All right. that's like two years later mm, i love that one i like that one that was a good one that was good look at y'all you high key <laughs> slick for bringing that up because i didn't even, yeah I, I really didn't remember that like I do remember it, but I was like, "Do we really talk about that?" Like, nah, bro, because y'all be having me hot, and you know, like, and Jordan be doing it on purpose. When Jordan pissed me off, it'd be far. Like I go far, and I think he'd be doing it on purpose. He'd be doing it on purpose. Trust me, I've been in the hot seat before. Oh yes, I know. Fabulous, I'm yeah. aware. Yeah, y'all, y'all hung me to dry when I said that. <laughs> he said Fabulous was better than Wayne. I what? Did. No, he definitely not quoting. What? He's definitely quoting that wrong. He's quoting that so. What? Please. All right. I'm look. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I don't. I didn't say that. But he said he basically. I mean, it was some basis in like fabulous was like hot in like oh five oh six oh seven. I said fab is in my top twenty. That's yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I said. I said fab. That's what it. That's what it was. And where's I could name twenty rappers better than fab. I'm gonna be honest with you. I ain't never listened to Fabulous like that. 
Like that was never my my thing. Like that was just never my thing. Not fabulous. But he's the music guy. I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna let him have it. I'm I mean, I it. guess that's not my it, thing. Not fabulous. It's his. It's his top twenty. So I'm gonna let him have it. Absolutely. That's not even, I guess. I'm number 20 on your favorites list. I mean, you know, that was more just. I guess. That's cool. Um, And talking about, you know, top 20s and and, and top artists. Shay, who who, who are you listening to right now? Right now. Who is, who is, who is Pimp Zaddy Shay listening to? So her, her is my favorite y'all. Like, I don't know if y'all can tell. I love her. Um, I have been listening to R&B wise. I've been listening to Tiana Taylor, her last album a lot. Like, Mm. and I think that came out last year. But yeah, Yeah. I listened to that album a lot. Like a lot, a lot. Um, I've been doing like a a lot of 90s R&B. So I've been listening to like SWV, Escape, you know, Total, like a lot of night. I don't know why that's been my vibe. Um, rap wise, I have been listening to um, Meg, of course, City Girls. Shay put me on um, ESTG, so I've been listening to him, and then um, who else? I've been listening to a lot of people. Um, that's mostly it for rap, though. Is it? No future. Also, I've been listening to a couple songs by Moneybag. I really been when it comes to rap, I listen to whoever my like friends put me on because if not, I'm gonna listen to the same people. We we're aware. So like my friends, you know, shout out to y'all, Joseph, the rest of y'all. You know, when y'all been um playing these rap albums and stuff, to keep me from listening to the same rap, I've been listening to um who y'all been listening to. So I uh kinda listen to uh Dirk and um Lil Baby album a little bit. Like, I listen to it a lot, but I listen to like a couple songs off of it. So mm-hmm. that's what I've been listening to. Hmm. B, B, who, B, who, who is who is in your headphones right now? B. Oh uh, man, I got a list of people. Uh, I made a playlist about this too. Uh, been listening to a lot of GID, Coda the Friend, Derek Minor. These are all rappers, by the way. Westside Boogie, uh, Grip, a lot of uh, Kid Cudi. Listen to a lot of Pimp to Pimp of Butterflies. We've been going back to that album a lot lately. But yeah, just this is a whole plethora of different like artists and stuff, but like the people I've been listening to, it's been a lot of chill rap. So definitely a lot of very GID wide. and a lot of code of the friend. It definitely some vibe. That's a very, very wide range there. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Who you been listening to, Joe? Me? Well, let's see. Um, today I listened to your father on the way to work. Um oh, RPG. yeah. I was listening to Tupac on the way to work this morning. So uh that was interesting. Um, but nah, me, I I listen to like I wanna say Drake. I listen to Drake a good bit. Um I did peep the whole the baby and dirt. I kind of revisited that yesterday. Um, but I want to say like consistently who I'm listening to is 
it's like the her, Janae, um, I've been on Y&J a good bit, like, you know, shout out Coochie, man, you know, um, I've been on that a good bit, um, for some reason, young boy keep popping up in my favorites mix, I don't know why, but I like, young boy, young boy keep popping up, Moneybag popped up a couple times, um, I keep bumping YB from time to time. Yeah, and then I want to say futures up this thrown in there. And I kind of just be off of that. I ain't gonna lie. I'm trying I'm trying to branch out a little bit more. So I've been using like the friends mix that come on Apple Music. So like the people who I follow or whatever like that. Um I've been listening to that a good bit. But at the same time, in the same breath, I have caught myself like going way back and hitting like Fantasia, you know, <laughs> when she first dropped, like when she first came out. Say it again, brother. Say it again. <laughs> what? Uh, if you don't want me, then don't talk to me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Go ahead and free yourself. <sighs> Real talk, bro. Fan- Fantasia is, is is a goat. I don't care what nobody say. Fantasia is a goat in my book. Um but yeah, I don't, and then of course I've been having like the, I don't know why I've been on bounce mix a good bit like for like a good week and a half. I've been like just I just put on like a bounce mix and just let that run for like a good hour and a half, two hours. That's been me for like the past like that's been me for like two weeks. That you range so that, huh? You so New Orleans. Shut up. <laughs> that's been me saying like for a whole two weeks. I say like that's that's been that's what I'm on. I haven't been on the R and B lately, like to surprisingly. I've been on like a lot of tiny desks. That's when I listen to my R and B when I look at tiny desks. Like I listen to Jasmine Sullivan's all the time from the hotel. That's another stuff. one. Love her. Yeah. But Friday, li- Friday, I was hitting that line tigers in bed somehow. <laughs> She's definitely underrated. I love her. I ain't lying. Oh yeah. Um, what it was? Hotels was amazing. Yes. yes. That was a fire album for real. I didn't know she was still making music when that came out. Popped up on my thing is Brendan with your current state of life. How are you not listening to RB? That's why how how things are currently going in your life. (laughs) How are you not in the slow jams mood right now? That's why I I have been like late. Well, she she listens to a lot of Janae, a lot of her, a lot of Snow Allegra, um, a queen, Jasmine Sullivan, Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So I'm she's trying to tell you something, Brendan. No, that guy should put out a new album or a new single, I think, just like yesterday or something like that. So you can go check that out. But that's been that's been my bag lately. R and B side of it, yeah. Like that that collection. Say what do you to... think? Well, no, I don't even know. I'm about to ask this. How about I say, do you find yourself listening to more like R and B or rap? But I already know you into that like men bashing music. So like, okay, hold up, 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 hold up. Real talk. Every time I walk in Shea House, it's men like it's some Keisha Cole type vibe. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. No, it's not. Number one, it's okay. not men bashing music. Number one. Um, I don't know. Like a lot of times when y'all be coming over here or y'all in the car and I'm listening to R and B, it's because I'm chilling. Like mm-hmm. when I'm chilling, I'm listening to R and B. When I'm turned up, like. You know, 
I'm listening to rap. Most of the times I be chilling, so I'm just listening to R and B. Like, but I don't think it it don't be men bashing music. Like, it don't about that. And just because it's an R and B song, don't mean I'm in my feelings because I'm listening to it. I think that's exactly what it means. No, it doesn't. Like, stop saying that. Stop thinking it. Just because she is listening to a little Beyonce when you walk in the door does not mean she in her feelings. Depends on what song. Whatever. So many people out there want to touch it. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she was going in on Jade. Oh, we! Oh love my her. God! Love her, love her, love I'm about to go back and listen to Lemonade. Yo, Lemonade was a oh man, like front to back, bro. That's that's a hard listen. What do you say? What do you think uh, Lemonade did for women in society? What do you it think that it let, it let these MFs know that we're not playing with them? That's what it did. It let y'all know, don't fucking play with us. Can I curse? Yeah, we don't care. I don't care. Don't what you do. <laughs> play with us. That's what it let y'all know. Don't fucking play with them. Oh lord, did you have, have you had a lemonade moment recently? Um, no, not have to my. Have you had? A, I'm about to go walk through the city with a bat and and break. No, I can honestly say the people that I've done with have never made me feel like that. Some, you know. To have to do all of it. And if they did it, I didn't find out about it. So, no, I never had that moment. I have wanted to put my hands on somebody a couple of times, but mm-hmm. not like, oh, I'm about to walk with this bat and like beat this nigga or like bust his windows or something. No, I've never been in that position. Bust the windows at your car. I've never been in that position. It might be a kind of a dumb question. Do you think RB? Well, the women's side of R&B, you think they talk about how men ain't shit enough the way men do to women, like in the R&B and rap community? Um, mm. I feel like they talk about it enough, and I feel like a lot of times, like, it don't even be that. Like, sometimes the focus don't even be about, like, y'all. It be more so on, like, us. Like, the song is to make us feel better, like, yeah, he did that, but like, remember, you still that bitch. Like, so y'all be thinking it's about y'all, but it's not about y'all at all. They don't even fuck about y'all at that point. Like, it's about like me reminding myself who I am. But I feel like they, it's it's a sprinkle, like it's enough of like, like that nigga ain't shit in the. Yeah, I like that. I actually like. I guess because like, like when I when I guess I look at R and B, I guess nowadays it's like. It's more so on the well, it's, it's getting it's definitely at that point now would you could definitely put a project saying like oh he ain't shit but it's a do a creative way of saying it without saying it so yeah that's basically what her did with this album like yeah like i'm thinking all this stuff in the back of my mind while our, our relationship's on a downward spiral but i'm not about to like bash you but i'm about to tell you what i'm going through so, yeah. yeah you know what you know who's another like good example of that and this album got me like through it, y'all. I was going through it, and I listen to this album like all the time. Sizzle. Control. Yes, Control got me through my shit. Like I felt like she was just yeah. like, okay, like these niggas ain't shit. So I did what I had to do, you know. That's one. I feel like if Sizzle come back, it's gonna be a problem. Yeah, because I like this days. Yeah, I feel like if SZA come back for real, it's going to be a problem. That was another album that was like, 
a, a really, really good album. Yeah, that was a that was probably the most fire debut album I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that was a that was a really good album. Like that album like broke it. the internet. <laughs> yeah, that was a solid album. Who broke the internet? Control. Oh, okay. That yeah, yeah. I feel like everybody was on control. Like even dude, like I, it was dudes, so I didn't even listen dudes, to music yeah. like that. Yeah. Was like on control for real. I feel like a lot of dudes really like control, and like a lot of my guy friends really like Summer Walker. Like, well, clearly y'all, and then like a lot of the other niggas I know, like mm-hmm. you know the dudes that we in the group message with. A lot of them, yeah, like yeah. Summer Walker album. Yeah, that's very true. And I think what's crazy, I think a lot of people don't realize like. Dudes really fool with R and B for real, and really mm-hmm. fool with like a lot of the female artists uh, like that's out right now. People just automatically assume like niggas only listening to like the baby and like the mm-hmm. like little baby, the baby like dirt turbo. Like I think niggas they, people just stereotype that way. But dudes a bit of like some of these female R and B artists fan bases, dudes low key. Mm-hmm. Oh, most definitely, man, for real. Mm. Maybe not Beyonce, but you know, definitely the other stuff. Do y'all have a favorite Beyonce? Uh, not album. Favorite Beyonce song? I feel like most dudes' favorite song is the same thing. It's either one of two things. I hate girls run the world. I say favorite only because it's repetitive. Um, favorite? I don't have a favorite one only because like it's too it's too much. Me? Huh? Mine was Listen from Dream Girls. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I love wow. Dream Girls. That's when I became a Beyonce fan when Dream Girls came out. I was like, I dang, it, Beyonce Dream really talented. Like, she could really, like, sing. So I like most, Partition. Most dudes, when I ask them that question, they, like, either love me, myself, and I, or they love Dangerously in Love. Mm, that's another one. I think it's, part, it's Partition for me. Yeah. I think most Partition... Me, myself, and I, or dangerously in love when I ask that question. Hmm. That's, that's interesting. That's always what I hear. That's interesting. That's a throwback, too. To the Ain't that crazy? Yeah, that's that to the left was a good one. That's what I'm saying. I can I don't really have a favorite favorite just because I like I ain't gonna lie, like I like a good bit of it. And yeah. good, I have a, a good bit of songs about like Beyonce that I know. Um, but yeah, I feel like for me, I'll go back to partition only because I feel like that song kind of like when I really started tapping into Beyonce for real, like I think that's the song that kind of kind of drew me in for real. Partitions from the Beyonce album, right? Yes. Okay. True. That's the one she dropped out of nowhere. I think the Beyonce. Yep, album. that's when she changed um album days. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. From Tuesdays to Fridays. Man. And it's so crazy because, like, I remember, like, being younger, like, you know, when 106 and Park was on and stuff, and on Tuesdays, they would tell you, like, what albums, like, dropped that day. So, like, the day to drop albums always was Tuesdays. And then she mm-hmm. She changed the whole game. She didn't even announce it. She just dropped it. Yep. <laughs> drop! Drop! Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the that was a good album, too. Beyonce, Beyonce yeah, that was a good album. There are a lot of hits on that album. Yeah, that was a really good album. Yeah. I feel like Beyonce is one person like that puts out 
like every album that she's put out was like a solid album. Classic. Yeah, like she she doesn't Classic. have she doesn't have a, a album that's like damn like I don't like this. Like or it's okay. Or yeah, it's okay. Like every album like is a solid, like a really, really, really good album. Definitely tracks. I wanna hear her pick her favorite one. That would be good, yeah. I want her to pick a favorite one. Album or favorite song? Either one. Just because my thing is like, all of, like favorite album. Yeah, like I yeah, I think that'd be a good one too. Like just a favorite album. But like either one to me, I feel like it's just you got so much work. Like, how can you pick? Yeah. That's my thing. Well, I feel like it wouldn't be lemonade, because I feel like it's she gonna be like, that was a really bad time for me. Yeah, that was uh that was like visuals and watch that one be like number two. <laughs> that was like a theatric album. Yeah. But it was still, you know, great. But it's just like fun fact, I used to like text Joseph because he had title. He was the only one in the group with title. So I used to like borrow his title so I could listen to Lemonade because it was only on title. Hey, you know, yeah, yep, and I couldn't listen to my own music because of it. <laughs> I remember those days. Yep, I like I used to be locked out of my own account because you can only be one at a time. I Thanks. Used to use it to listen to Six Inch Heels. <laughs> I was listening Boy. to the album. Boy, you was listening to Six Inch Heels. That's what you say? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was my bop, man. Whoa, what? <laughs> that's funny. I like Beyonce. I, love, I like Beyonce for real, for real. She made good music. And as we are now in June. It's hot. You're a girl. Oh, it's summertime. Yes, 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 yes. Are we participating in Hot Girl Summer? So let me tell you, I 1000% am participating in Hot Girl Summer, and it's for a number of reasons. One, the pandemic was last year. Last year was supposed to be my Hot Girl Summer because I was starting my master's program. So before I started my master's program, I was like, you know, I'm going to go have a hot girl summer. Mm-hmm. Then God was like, sit your ass down because no, you're not. Mm-hmm. Now, so the pandemic is over. Well, it's not over, but you know, outside is open. I'm single. Um, I'm about to finish my master's program. Mm-hmm. And I got a lot to celebrate. So it's a hot girl summer. So talking about right for those for those out there who are not sure what a hot girl summer is, just can you can you explain to the people from your perspective? I'm not trying to make you the voice of all women and all all of those participating in the activity. I'm just saying from your perspective, too young, what <laughs> is a hot girl summer? Okay, so a lot of people, especially men, have this misconception that a hot girl summer means you want to be a hoe. That's not mm-hmm. what they mean. A hot girl summer is literally, to me, is literally like you doing what you want to do. Like you just enjoying yourself, whatever that may be. Like for me, I've been going out. Like, and I'm I've been going out a lot more. Like I'm in undergrad again. And I haven't did that in a while because I've mm-hmm. been so locked in with school. So for me, I've been, you know, going out. I've been traveling a lot. Like we've been taking group trips and we've been taking girls trips and I've been taking family trips like I've just been traveling a lot I've been going out a lot I've been you know like 
making sure my mental is good. Like all of that to me is a part of hot girl summer. Just doing whatever makes you feel good, whatever makes you happy. It doesn't necessarily mean a man is involved unless you want to. Living your best life. Period in all aspects. I like that though. And that's true. That's uh in you know, that's true. You really have been, you know, on the move, on the go. You've been having a, a good deal of fun as you just came back from a trip like yesterday. Yeah. A Sunday or something like that. Um I fooled that. I like that. Brendan, are you having a hot boy summer? Am I having a hot boy summer? Oh yeah, definitely. I'm having a hot boy summer and a cold boy winter. All that. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I think for me, well, for both you and I, I think hot boy summer for us is just just living our best life and chasing this bag, getting this paper. Like you know, ain't no ain't no buffoonery, nothing, nothing like that. So because it doesn't have to be, it's right. whatever you make it. Like as long as you're enjoying yourself, you know, y'all significant others are enjoying themselves. Right. It's a hot summer. It's it's, it's hot. For Something like that. You know? Something like that. Well, Joseph, you ain't doing much, but <laughs> man, look, I'm doing a lot in a little. She's, she's literally hot. She I'm doing a lot in a little. She's, yeah, she's baking. She's she's baking right now. Which I think is the age cutoff when we could say we're having a hot girl, hot, hot boy summer for us. <laughs> Twenty-eight. What? Oh, maybe thirty. Because y'all like we used to think thirty was old. Thirty is not old. Like no, it's old. It's old. Thirty, thirty is not old. It's old. If you go to, if you get in trouble, you're going to jail. You was going to jail at eighteen. Nah, but I feel like it was a little slack. I wasn't going to jail at eighteen. I feel like I was talking about. If you got in trouble, your ass wasn't going to the juvenile detention center. Your ass was going to jail. Well, when I got in trouble, I just went to WCA main office. Okay, whatever. <laughs> but I do feel like I don't I don't necessarily know um about an age cutoff, and here's why. Because a lot of older women are newly single, mm-hmm. maybe from divorces. A lot of older women, maybe they had kids younger, so like they focused on their kids. Now this is the first time their kids really grown. And like they have their life to themselves. So that's a hot girl summer for them because they like, okay, the things I didn't get to do when I was younger, I can do now. Like I could travel more. I can, you know, spend more time with my friends because my friends, kids grown. Like I don't think there's really mm. an age limit on it because yeah, some true. people really just give me life back or really just starting to fully enjoy and do the things that they want to do in their life. Right, right. Same thing I feel about that too. I feel like there's really not an age cut off for our generation because we can pretty much do things free will opposed to our parents and before us, our previous generations that we could do stuff at our free will at pretty much any age now. Right. At, at 30, you could live your best life even if you got kids or don't have kids. And right. You got the rest of your life to do whatever still. So, hey, I mean, but like there's no cutoff really. Fuck, you could be 60 saying it. Fuck it. Like, right. We the ones that came up. Nah, with, somebody grandma running to me. Talking about they having a hot girl summer at 65. They can't say that though. Like somebody 65 right now can't say that. I'm about to say because my grandmother, okay, so my grandmother does not, she doesn't say like, oh, I'm having a hot girl summer, but she just been on this, I'm living my best life. Yeah. yeah. 
because like you know the trip we just came back off of it was for her so like it was something she got to check off her bucket list and stuff so she's just mm-hmm. I'm living my best life that's their version of it's a hot girl summer. she's living her best life when we get old <laughs> that's fair I can see that it's another it's another term but it's the same every, gen- every generation have their own term but it all means the same thing I see that I get you I got you your grandma different though. Your your grandma is really thirty. Okay, let's be clear. My grandmother is a grandma. <laughs> like she's a grandmother. She no, just, your... she looks really good for her age. <laughs> and nah, she, acts, she acts. She my grandmother is really open minded when it comes to things, and she's not a judgmental person at all. So that keep her young and her, she got she got eight grandkids and a great grandchild. Like we keep her young. That is fair. Funny. Right. Real hot girl. Oh, Lord. I can't. Oh, I'm not trying to think about when I'm old. I'm in my bag and I'm in this too. Period. That's her favorite line. <laughs> my bag is my bag. Leave my bag alone. <laughs> Whatever. It's like that one word really does piss a lot of guys off. Like when girls say in the hot girl summer, like for some reason it just that and like the city girls thing. Like I don't get it. Like it's almost like they don't want women to have fun. Yeah, I don't. I don't don't understand that. I ain't gonna lie because I fool with the I fool the term hot girl summer, and then I'm a city girls fan. Like I could rap act up with the best of these bitches, you know? Yeah. So. I don't know. I just feel like some men just love to ruin the fun for women. Thank God y'all not like that. I wouldn't even be offering. Yeah, definitely. I, it's like a lot of, I think, I think it's the fact that a lot of, oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why dudes be like that, dude. I mean, some dudes are kind of stuck in that mentality, you know, which is crazy to think about. But a lot of dudes really stuck in that mentality of like, that yeah. double standard where like dudes could do whatever they want and girls gotta kind of be like pure or you know naive. And it I is guess, 2021. Like, and let's be honest, some of y'all mamas probably was old. So Freaknik was a thing. Freaknik was a thing. But what the thing about this, this generation, I, I noticed like it's probably bad to put it like this, but I mean a lot of women today think like dudes, like. I I know a good bit of girls who could finesse a, could finesse dudes just like dudes are just finessing girls. Um, you and the heaven are just two of them. Like what? Just, <laughs> Don't put that in the world. It is. It is what it is. I've seen it. I've I've seen it with my own eyes. I just don't put that energy into the world. It's hey, listen. It's okay. Own up to your truth. Own up to your truth. Tell the truth. Right. Don't don't put that energy into the world. <laughs> I don't know. Just own up to it. Just own up to it. I don't know what y'all talking about. I be chilling. Like I'm a really nice girl. That's you know. That's the definitely the safe, that's the safe word to say. I'm chilling. Not I'm chilling. I'm a really nice girl. I you know, I be chilling. I be doing my schoolwork, going to work and coming home. Don't we all? I'm weak. That's it. I don't know. Okay, that. so if if that's if that's the truth. When it comes to relationships in today's society, what's 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 the issue? Why why is it so much 
niggas ain't shit. Like all these women hoes. Like what's what? Where's what? What's what's wrong with our generation or the generation after us when it comes to relationships? Like what's where is that? Okay, first of all, let me say this: bitches will be on Twitter saying niggas ain't shit, and I'm guilty of it. Not right now because I really am single. But bitches will be on Twitter and say niggas ain't shit, and then go lay up with the niggas. Like that's just what we do. Like we get on Twitter mm. and be like y'all niggas ain't shit. And y'all be joking. Uh. But. But, 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 but sometimes, like, okay, so to me, I don't know. Niggas just, like, y'all be playing too many games, like, and I don't know if it's because y'all don't know what y'all want. I don't know what it is, but, like, y'all just be playing games. And to me, I just feel like sometimes, depending on the person, like, niggas be looking for validation from other niggas. And in you doing that, like, you fucking up like one of the best things or uh, some you I'm not gonna say one of the best things that happened to you but you you know you fucking over somebody who really is in your corner who really have your back and you know mm-hmm. that person is really in your corner and have your back because you know you can go to them whenever you need to and like they're gonna be there you know they emotionally support you whatever but you gonna fuck that up because you want validation from your partners and I think that's part of the problem and I just think niggas don't want to grow up like niggas want to act how they was acting when we was like 18, 19, and we 25, we 25, we 26, like we a couple of years from 30. So the thing, to me, the things that I was doing at 18 and 19, I'm not doing it at 25 because I've grown as a person. And I just feel like sometimes men don't want to grow up or they want to grow up like when they like 40 and it's like, mm-hmm. You missed, You probably missed out on like some really good people because you wanted to wait till you was 45 to get your shit together. And she was like, I'm not about to stick around. And we 25 now. Now, now in saying that, um, do, would you say that there is a time frame or like a time limit on when someone should get their shit together? Or exactly what is it what 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 per what can what pertains to having your shit together okay so like to me like everybody path is different right mm-hmm. everybody's path is not the same joseph you the only boy in our group who is like married and like you know like take that shit route so i'm not necessarily saying something is wrong with you taking forever to get your shit together but don't expect me or whoever to like stick around and wait on you to get your shit together especially when you know like that you playing because it's one thing to get your shit together and it's another thing to like just wholeheartedly just play games with somebody you know what I mean mm-hmm. but to me like I don't know because like I'm 25 I don't think I have my shit like 100% together but I think I have it somewhat together and I think I'm working towards bettering myself and I think part of like being in a successful relationship is being with somebody who at least even if they're not doing it like even if it's not together they don't know what they need to do and they actively trying to better themselves I'm gonna pause it right there so do you I'm gonna just interject a little bit. So, like, do you feel like how much how much of that does that play a role or a factor into a relationship as far as what you got going on in your life opposed to it it plays a 
it plays a role because at the end of the day, what you have going on in your life is going to affect me. Because mm-hmm. now I'm a new part of what's in your life. You see what I'm saying? Like, so it, it affects me in a way, like. Okay. Yeah, it, it does. It does. And I'll, I'll ask that because it was like, I think a lot of the times what, you know, each individual has going on, it starts to become part of not only the other person's life, but also it starts to become your relationship. And that's kind of when the problem kind of. Yeah, and I, I do think like part of that is like communication can fix a lot of stuff. Right. Like right. if we communicate and like, oh, like I'm dealing with this personally or I have this going on personally, like that can fix a lot of the issues instead of like, oh, we're in a relationship, but I'm just going to deal with this on my own. I'm not going to say nothing. But then, like, you dealing with that is affecting how you're treating me or how you're, you know, interacting with me. Because I think a lot of the times a conversation isn't really had prior to as to what you want for yourself or what do you want going forward in the future. And that's kind of where... And see, I think that's important to have, especially now, because, like, we're at an age, like, people, we're graduating from college. We, like... Mm -hmm getting our masters, like, people are starting their careers, like, Mm -hmm. this is the time, like, before you were getting with someone, like, these are the things that we need to talk about to make sure we even want to go in the same direction, like, you might not want something serious right now, and then I might be like, okay, like, I do want something serious, and we both not going in the same direction, and then later on, when it comes down to it, it's like, damn, like, I wasted a lot of time when we could have had this conversation. You know? Yeah, yeah. But it's not all, I will say it's not all men. It's not, it's not all men. Sometimes it be these bitches too. Bitches be playing Oh, I like, I like that. I like that. And with that being said, do you, do you think that with there being social media and everybody being able to have an input and everyone get to see all these different type of examples and all these different like you know, relationship goals and things like that. Do you think certain women of today have unrealistic expectations when it comes to their relationship or what they want in a relationship? Absolutely. Absolutely. This this guy. (laughs) Absolutely. And like, I'm just being honest, like absolutely because um, in a lot of, a lot of um celebrity couples say it like I've heard Tiana Taylor say it she's just like you know y'all don't see the the arguments y'all don't see the whatever that we just got into it about y'all only see oh they're happy and he's doing this and he's doing that like that's the only part y'all get to see so I think as women sometimes we be like damn like he's supposed to like already know to do these things that he's supposed to already do those things but in reality, they could have had an argument about him not doing enough or him not showing up enough affection or whatever. Like, to me, no relationship is perfect. And so mm-hmm. looking at Instagram, and, and people be frightened. Like, like people be frightened. Like, everything is perfect and it's not. So mm-hmm. I think it's just unrealistic to look at social media and be like, damn, I want a relationship like that. And you don't know what everything that's going on behind this because what's going on behind the scenes might be some shit that you ain't ready to deal with or you don't want to deal with. Wow. Speaking facts. <laughs> y'all, are y'all listening? Hey, are y'all are y'all tapping in? I'm are y'all listening right facts. now? Oh, man. I, I ain't, that's that's true. And see, 
I'm glad that all that got touched on because like I I is is especially for me, like a lot of people, especially like when I when the wedding was happening and all that everybody was trying to be like, Oh, congratulations, like you doing stuff the right way and this, that and then I'm like, I don't I never liked when people said that because like I understand, like, yeah, technically like it's supposed to be like, oh, you get married, then you have a kid and da da da. But I'm like, just because that didn't happen for you don't mean whatever you're doing is the wrong way. Like, everybody got their own path. Everybody's timeline is different and things like that. Like, everything might not have fell in place for you or in your situation that way. Like, it just so happened for me. Like, like everything just fell the way it did. Right. And I was in a position to do the things in the in the way that I'm doing it. Like, I have multiple, Shay, you know for a fact, like, I had multiple times in my life, like, I could have, like, messed all this up. Yeah. You know, before two or three years ago like I could have messed all this up um and I feel like that's what happens to a lot of us like a lot of people especially like when you're young like you make certain decisions and then things fall the way they fall and that don't mean you can't bounce back from it it just means you know that's that's the card you got dealt and you know you you know you take that hand and you play it um it's just so funny because and then like another thing that's funny to me is like when you like with the unrealistic expectations like a lot of these girls on social media like oh he gotta be this tall or he gotta have this type of job like going back to the we talked about the be Simone comments like mm-hmm. i want to say two or three times before on the on the on the, on the podcast like just because you work this type of job don't mean the old man has to work that type of job like he can understand your he can understand your lifestyle and do something else and still be able to provide for you you know in multiple ways maybe not at the highest financial way that you do but he could still, you know, get you this and get you that or bring you this and bring you that or have, have you experience something that another dude with that same type of money mentally might not be able to give you. Okay, so let me say this about expectations, Joseph. You know, I be joking, but I low-key be serious about my plant, nigga. If you're out there, I'm looking for you. But I do I'm feel good. like it is important like you have to have some type of standard like you have to have at the end of the day like women we know what type of man we want to be with and 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 I don't think nothing's wrong with that now for some of these standards to be unrealistic like when she was like oh he has to be an entrepreneur like I would never say that like and I'd be in the group message joking like oh it's going I'd be claiming I'd be manifesting and it's going to be a plant maker but like I'm not saying oh if he don't work at a plant, like, I'm not about to talk to you. I'm not about to deal with you. Like, I'm not saying it. But I do expect for you to be able to, like, bring some shit to the table because I know what I bring to the table. And I know what the dudes who I've dealt with in the past may happen for me. Like, even when I didn't need it. But, like, niggas made shit happen. Niggas did shit for me. And I have a certain expectation. Not even just niggas, but, like, my family, like, that standard has mm. been set, and that's not something that I'm not I'm about to fold on. Like, I just feel like as my man, I know what I'm going to be able to bring to the table for you, and I just feel like it should be the same, and that's something that I'm not going to fold on. So, 50-50 in everything? When you say 50-50, what you mean? Literally, 50-50. Um, on bills? Why, like, you, why, like, you jumped up, son? Like, why, why, like, you jumped up when he said 50-50? Cause I I need to know fifty fifty on what? Oh no, nah, not bills. I mean bills. That's more like you living together. I'm talking about the relationship, oh. like fifty fifty. Like yo, like some dates you might you might got it. Yeah, like okay, got it. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I'll tell you. That's my thing. That is my thing. That is my mm-hmm. thing. 
That's my thing. And Joseph, like you've you've seen it in real time. Like that's my thing. So it'll really be like, oh, like I'm gonna take you on a date this time. Like you you paid for the last date or you did this. So like I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna take you on a date this time. I'm gonna pay for the date this time. And like that's just what I do. I'm a really good gift giver. Like mm-hmm. I don't mind giving it, but granted, they're expected. Like and. When I say, like, good gifts, like, again, Joseph has seen, like, some of the, like, I put real, like, thoughts. It's, it's, it's disgusting. Like, I put, I'm not gonna lie, I put thought, like, I put hella thought, like, into my gifts. And so, like, that's the type of thing that I expect back, like, and I'm not folding on that. Especially because, like I said, my family, like, Mm -hmm. Y'all know my family, like, I'm not voting on it. Even my friends, like, my guy friends low-key contribute to the way, like, why I am how I am, and I'm not voting on it. Hmm. I'm just curious. You know, the whole so, I don't, I don't feel like, I don't feel like anything is wrong with having standards. I feel like, as women, we're supposed to have standards. Like, you're not supposed to just settle for no anything as a woman, but I do understand that sometimes standards could be an unrealistic, like, Right. You know I mean? Like requiring that a nigga be like six three, even though that's preferable. But being like, <laughs> I'm not gonna date that nigga. Like, and he's like really sweet. Like you attracted to him and everything. And it's everything. Like he checked off all the boxes, but he not six three. Like I'm not about to do that. That that's not smart. So like, what yeah, if, you could so definitely. What if, like, like, what if he check off all the boxes, but he don't really have his bread like that? But he's trying to like, you know work find his way and trying to get back on his feet in a way like how do you maneuver through that okay when you say okay when you that's hard when you say he don't have his bread like that what you mean like he not working at all because i'm gonna be honest and i've heard a lot of my guy friends shout out to kenny i've heard a lot of my guy friends say this but if you not good financially then you don't need to be focusing on a relationship like you Why? need to be focusing on getting your shit together. Why not? Because like, why is that your focus? Your focus should just be making sure like you one hundred percent together. Like you the best you before you try to jump into something. Well, like what? Well, the reason why I'm asking like what financially does it contribute to the relationship? Like what is what is money going to buy for both? Like for us being together? What you mean? A, a lot. Where we gonna go if you ain't got no money? I'm not about to pay for every day. I mean, they don't have. I'm not saying we have to go somewhere. We have to. I'm just saying, like, you know, as far as that, like, the reason why I say, like, all right, either he doesn't have a job or he doesn't have a good paying job. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's where a lot of the, uh, a lot of the, I guess. If you don't have a job, I don't think you should be focusing on a relationship. What if it's if it's not a good paying job? What's what's not a good paying job? Like, he work at McDonald's or he work at like minimum wage. Minimum wage? He shouldn't be focusing on a relationship. Why? I think it depends. Okay, if I could, if I could jump in real quick. Go ahead and jump in. I just because I see, I see where B coming from, and then I also see where Shay coming from. So I'm, a, I hopefully I get to, I'm, a, I'm gonna try to merge it if I <laughs> Devil's can. advocate. <laughs> I'm gonna try to see if I can merge it real quick. So okay. from B's perspective, it's almost like. You're the good, you're the you're the you're the quality type of you're a quality guy, moral standards, everything is on order. You get managed, respectful. 
everything is right. Only thing is you just not all the way there yet. You're not at your peak. Like not peak, but like you just not fully there career wise, which means that your funds not all the way to the point where you financially stable for your current state of life. Right? If I'm am I close? Am I in yeah, the range? Yeah, yeah you so what I think and with that being said, how would a how would a woman in a relationship with that type of person see it? And I feel like from my point of view, or at least just from my mindset, I feel like a conversation needs to be had on where both of y'all, where for one, where y'all at individually, financially, and what y'all trying to do with each other, with our relationship. And then the second conversation is how does that correlate into y'all being together and what do y'all do together and where y'all trying to go? I feel like there's a difference between you being in a relationship right now and y'all current state. And then if we looking to move this conversation forward into the future, where the, like not not only are like where are we going to be, but where are like our finances going to be? What is our job going to be like? I think that's like that's the conversation that needs to be had to fix that type of situation because I do agree with Shay that if you not if your money not where it's supposed to be, then you're relate like you can't honestly expect somebody to like look long term with you especially if like you can't answer them type of questions like yes i understand having a plan is important and getting and, and working towards that point is important but if the person you with now not willing to wait then that's not the person you should be with if that makes sense like and now I, if you i just also feel like okay i'm in my career like you know right. like, i'm i'm into my career so like, I don't think it's unrealistic for me to like prefer to deal with somebody who's like starting into their career. You know what I mean? Right. Like I feel like like for you, and, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, Shay, but I feel like for you, like you said, you're already into your career. You got your master's degree, or not got it, but you basically like you have it in hand. Like a month or two from now, like you already on your path, so you know, to where you want to be at. So, right. like, let's say a dude come along a month from now, and he not where he at yet, but he, like, six months away from it. And he tell you that, he's open about it, he has a plan in place. I believe you are one of those people who, like, who can see it, understand it. All right, bet. I'm on his, I'm on his wave with you. But if six, months plan, now, if six months from right. now, you're not there. Yeah, like, I, like if, if this is the plan that you on and I'm with you and you see the vision and I see your vision, bet this is where we're going. And I, I expect that to happen as you expect to happen six months from now. If we if we 12, 16 months and that still ain't happened, he can't expect you to still be around. If I'm like, right. Yeah. Like, so I think like that's, I think that's, that's one of them situations where conversations can be had to fix that type of thing. Like, you know, and, and it's the same vice versa. Like if if it was like a dude who was like well off, and the girl wasn't really in that type of situation, and the girl wasn't like you know straight by herself. Either you wait and you wait till that person get their stuff together, or wait till they get to that point where they are at their peak financially stable level, or y'all just wasn't meant to be. If it's that big of a deal, I agree. Like some, and it's as I guess I guess you could say is is it shouldn't be that like money. Yeah, money is important, but at the same time, I don't think it should be like the most important. But I feel like at the same time, like 
it's pretty damn important. It's a like it's a factor. Like it's it's a major factor. Okay. Shoot, like me working, like I wouldn't be able to do half the stuff I'm doing if I was still like like if I didn't have the job I had, or if I wasn't able to like save up stuff like the way I did. Like I wouldn't be in the position, or I would be pretty like fucked if I was in the position I'm in right now and I wasn't like making what I'm making. Yeah. It's just, it's like, it's, it's interesting, like, perspective of it, because nowadays, most, I mean, it's, it's not a fact that most women are way more educated than we are nowadays. A lot of women are getting their, their degrees way more than, than men are. So it's kind of like, we're in that, that bracket below that, trying to get to that level in a way. So a lot mm-hmm. of times you do come across guys who don't have their college degree or don't really are in a career or any, anything like that, but they're working a job or something like that. So it's hard to kind of match that grind when you kind of try to be with somebody that's, you know, in that realm of, all right, I'm educated. I'm in my career. So I can't really match your grind right now, but I'm, I do probably want to get there, but I'm kind of stuck in this hole right now. Cause I don't, you know, I'm not, don't have the degree. I don't have no, the I'm not saying like, Oh, if you're not in your career and you're just like working, like, Oh, you shouldn't be in a relationship. What I'm saying is if you're broke or like, if you like, down and out yeah. like right now then you don't i don't think you should be focusing on a relationship like i think that a relationship should be the furthest thing from your mind at that point like i yeah, feel like it, all your energy should go into trying to better yourself before you try yeah, to that's, situation. that's a very subjective like situation like i feel like i feel like there's so many different ways you could like angle it yeah. Um and things like that, like. But nah, be I, I, I completely understand like the point that you like that you making. Hey man, broke is, is a relative term nowadays. Like shit. And it's like, <laughs> and but and see what the crazy thing like that the thing that B just brought up. I think that goes back to what we said earlier about how men low key feel offended about the term like high girl summer. I think that also correlates to like the fact that women are now graduating and, and, and getting not equal or greater, you know, higher degrees than men when it comes to like careers and educational yeah. life because, and, and I feel like it's basically like leveling the playing field and certain guys don't like that. Right. And I see why a lot and of like women say niggas are broke nowadays. They're not saying like, Oh, like you don't have any, like you don't have no job, but it's just like, you're not doing nothing with yourself. You're not. Yeah. You know, you're not yeah. So you're living a broke lifestyle. Like, you, yeah. you know, you're living and it's and shit. Like. Right. And it's because they doing it. It's like, girl, like women are really out here, like on they shit. Like they really out here taking care of themselves, Hell which yeah. I'm all for. And that's and you know, crazy thing about it is like I grew up with that. Like that was my mama. Like, like my, my mom graduated, became a teacher and was supporting me and my little sister, to be honest, like as a single mom. Yeah, my dad was still in my, like our father and our life. But when I woke up every day, I walked out my room, I saw my mom. Right. And so it's like to for me and and B, I think you can attest to this too. Like us seeing women, you know, have this upsurge in careers and, and education and and, and finance and things like that. That's some regular shit to me. Cause I'm like, shit, I grew up with that. Right. Bro, I expect that out of you. Same but uh, like a lot of people I feel like in our society don't know how to handle that. They don't know how to handle being with a, a being with a woman who makes the same amount if not more than you and expect you to step up to the table and be like you know handle that mm-hmm. 
you know, do I think do I think it's fair to try to shame niggas? No, like don't do that. That's fucked up. Like I don't like that. I don't like when you do that. Like if if, if someone ever tried to shame a dude for not being on your level or trying to like, you know, degrade him, like nah, like the cards well, ain't fall like the right way. Yeah, like the cards ain't falling the right place for, for dude, but he got a plan. But he if he have a plan, he has a goal and he working towards that goal. Help him get to that goal. If that's the dude you want to be with, if the, that's the one that you're interested in. You know, if, if it's that deep, help that man get to what he wants. Because nine, nine times out of ten, if you down and out, you're going to want him to help you. But that's kind of where it gets a little lopsided. Like, help him to what degree? Like, where? Like how far down is he? Like, is he, like, at the bottom? And I got that's, that, is, that's important, too. How much help mm-hmm. do you really need? And let me tell you another thing. Niggas will... God damn it. Niggas will expect you to help them and make them a better person. This ain't happened to me, but I've seen it happen to people. You help them, you make them a better person, blah, 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 all this shit. And then for fucking what? Because then it's like, oh, well, you did that, now I'm going. Like, bitch, I'm going to a better bitch after you didn't help me. So how far, how much help do you really need? Yeah, again, that's a subjective thing, too, like. It's all. It, it really depends on the, on the people. A lot of things play in two weeks. Yeah. Ooh, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. I ain't gonna lie, but see, that's the and I think, but see, the thing about it, I feel like we need more of these type of conversations because people. I think, tell you the truth, I think people are scared to even bring that up. Like, I think people are afraid to like touch on that, like just that topic alone about like finances or who who make this or who did this. Damn it! Bring that. me back for part two. I'm dead. Definitely I don't know about that, that part. I'm down for that. <laughs> but for real, I think people are like, I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up because like, I really feel like people are afraid to have those conversations and, and deal with that type of situation um, just because of the simple fact of like, for so long, not only have we been oppressed, but like women have been oppressed like twofold and so it's like now women are being able to like stay on their own feet you know not because they not because they had to or were forced to but because they want to and they have that drive that like that men always have to get educated and get a certain type of job and work in corporate american things like that and so now they're looking at us like the fuck you doing right what you doing all right, and it's like, sir, either you handle the situation, or you know, either you get your own shit, or you work your way to to where you comfortable, to where y'all both comfortable in your relationship, and go from there. Right, generations really do like you see the change over time. Like you know, for my grandparents, like the men was over the household, while the wives stayed at the house and took care of the family. Next generation over, that's when you got like the the baby daddy, baby mama drama where you got a split household and your mama got to take care of the kids and your daddy out doing his own thing and stuff like that. And now you got us. It is like, all right, now the women can really hold their own for real, for real. Right. And take care of their kids. They don't need a baby daddy to like really like, you know, for the child support and stuff like that. Now it still goes on, but, you know, you see the mm-hmm. shift into, you know, the grind and you see the shift like about how like, you know, priorities change too. So, like, yeah, man. Right. And you know what? One one thing I want to bring up too, um, just real quick. Shout out, shout out to all the fathers and stuff out there. Because Father's Day was Sunday, Happy like it just passed. Happy Father's Day to everybody who's a father out there. Um did we bring it up? Did we bring it up last time? No. We didn't? No. 
All right, bet. So for all y'all who don't know um, and who listening in, uh, my wife and I are expecting our first child this December. Um, we're currently like three and a half months uh, pregnant. So that's exciting. Gender reveal is coming soon, probably August. Um, but to say that, what I do want to say is like, as, as Brendan was going going through like the eras of like the family household, like I just want to say like, shout out to all the dudes out there who actually taking care of their kids, but the, but also to the dudes who actually are like, right yeah. keeping it together like with their wives or their baby mama and actually out like really you know holding down a two-parent household and actually like you know making that a norm for us in our community because i think a lot of people like <clears throat> a lot of people like to highlight or you know shit on like black families and just be like oh well yep. here's your dad in your life or do you know your dad or like you know yep. was your mama hoe and all that type of shit like that because you got two she got two different baby dads or whatever or whatever like that like you know shout out to y'all that's actually like you know making it a norm not saying it's bad if it's not if that's not going on with y'all but you know just shout out to y'all that like actually have that two-parent household going and keeping it strong for y'all kids and y'all self and let me say shout out to the men who don't mind stepping up because anybody that knows me know that i have two daddies i have my real dad and then i have my stepdad so i was blessed with two dads because another man decided that he wanted to step up as well and be a great dad to me Shout out to him. Shout out, shout out, shout out, Pop. Shout out, Pop. You know, yeah. That's what's up, man, for real. That's crazy. I like that. Time to I change like the that. narrative. Change the narrative. What was the, is that? Was, was it the last, is the last one education? Because we low-key touched on that, too. Oh, Joe, just to let you know, we did touch on it last episode. I just wanted you to say it again, so you just said it again. Son, you a hoe. I really forgot to tell you the truth, but uh, but yeah, that's. I, I just want you to repeat yourself. No, wait. You know what's crazy? I'm doing this episode with my two godparents, with the godparents of my child. That's crazy. Hey. That's the crazy part that I just realized. <laughs> I'm a nanny. Uh, yeah. So. Big bet. Couple of years, but from. yeah, I, what are we? So wait, are we? Con, you want to continue with edu- with education? Or you got somebody, something else to bring up? You can dive in education if you have anything else you want to add to it. Or well, I want to say something on education. Um, just because one, I am going to be a teacher to um help kids get into college and remain in college, like being successful in college is literally the class that I'm teaching. But um, I want to say two things. One. Like, you don't necessarily have to go to college, like a four-year university, to be successful. But I do feel like as Black people, Black men, Black women, we do need something. So whether that's going to, like, a technical college, getting a trade, like, anything, I just think you need something in this world to be successful. But you don't necessarily have to go to a four-year university. Um, But I do want to talk about, like, Y'all kind of touched on it, like women um, getting their degrees mm-hmm. because, you know, I am going to be finishing my master's. Shout um, out, shout out, shout out. Thank you. But I think it's important as Black, I think we're like really pushing forward with education as Black women because we are a double minority. Like, um, we already at a disadvantage twice. And like, 
I just feel like sometimes when you have that education behind us, like we already got to work twice as hard, but having that education behind us just shows them like, oh, she not playing. Like, oh, she knows what she's talking about. Like I am in my office right now. I am black. I am a woman and I am the youngest. And they literally try to question everything that I do. And I just have to remind them that baby, like I have this degree from Louisiana State University. Like y'all wish y'all went there. Like some of y'all really talk about how that was y'all dream school and y'all didn't go there. So like put some respect on my name. So I just think it's important for you to have something under your belt, whether it's a master's, a bachelor's, an associate's, a trade, whatever. Just do something. That part, that part. I like it. Claps, snaps up, snaps up. But Shay, and the ooh, that was nice. I don't even want to follow that up. I like that. Y'all need to just go ahead and make me the third host. Okay, Ocho. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you picking up when I'm putting down? Oh, Lord. Oh, we, she did. It was crazy. She did that serious. Kind of felt like I was. She's trying to be Ocho. <laughs> Wait, what? I felt like I was listening to myself from the last episode. We touched on the same thing. Uh, last really? I'm, I'm not sure how we got on this. I don't even know what we were talking about, but we definitely, what you just said was basically what I said. And it's literally word for word. Like, it's crazy. I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Word, that part. <laughs> education is key education is key that was good though not for because I, I think one thing it's unintentional but every episode low-key it closes out on like some type of message and some type of inspirational motivational message um and that was great i really i really like that message for real um because i think it, it's very important that we push that narrative that like especially now today's today's world like we shouldn't just stop at high school like yes it's great that you know we you graduated you know, from some type of high school and things like that, but like go to the next level, like what's next, you know? Mm-hmm. No, nah, I'm not, I'm not saying everybody need to go and try to be a doctor. That's not, you know, it's not for you. It's not for you. Um, but like, just try, like attempt to go to some, somebody university, attempt to go to somebody, you know, community college, attempt to go to somebody's trade school, as Shay said, man, and, and just better yourself, better your education. Cause you don't know who's watching you, who looking, who looking up to you, you taking that, that attempt, even if you don't make it, somebody watched you try um and it's looking up to you like wow that could be me and i could do that when i get older and then that you know furthers our culture that furthers our society and furthers our you know educational prowess as black people bro so as shay said man take heed to those words um you have a a very strong black educated uh woman sitting here and talking to y'all bro master degreed i don't care what nobody say i don't care how many classes you got left it's coming for you in august you walk in that stage in December, we're gonna be right there cheering on, cheering, cheering you on, fam. Um, so B, if that is it, I think. Uh, you want it to be? <laughs> I don't know. It's on Shay, it's on y'all too. I'm just here. It was on education. I was liking the, the way it was going. But I mean, yeah, you can still Shay, do you have anything for the people, for the for the for the the listeners out there? You want probably, you throw your I, social I, medias I, out there? I do got one thing to say about education, though. I just throw wish, that in there, B. I just wish they stop indoctrinating these kids in public schools because I feel like... Speak on it. 
I just really feel like when we were coming up as kids, yes, we had the upper hand to kind of just get ourselves to college and finish out college, but also they're not teaching these kids enough in schools. Like they didn't teach us enough as far as life skills and teach us enough as far as how to do taxes, how to really uh, make a trade or just like figure out your skill, just really figure out what you like to do. Because a lot of these, a lot of the times we go to college, we don't know what we want to do. And we, we might, you might, you might not. And you don't find out until you're really in, like, into your, your major. And then you find out, like, oh, this ain't really for me or this is too hard. And then you start. Well, I feel like some public schools <laughs> are taking a step in the right direction. Like, the school we went to, I'm not going to say it. But they kind of, you, know, <laughs> you know, they had, like, programs and stuff. Like, they had the nursing program. And they had, like, the welding thing. And, like, they didn't just, like, and, you know, they had, like, the pathways. So you could kind of, like tell them what you want to be when you go to college, like what you want to do so they could kind of like give you a glimpse of what to expect in a way. So mm-hmm. I feel like um, some, I don't know if every school does that, no. but I feel like they're going in the right direction. Um, it just has to, you know, get better. Definitely loads low better because it's, it's getting hard out here for education. A lot of, too, too many teachers are not really trying to be teachers anymore. I've been peeping at a lot lately. Hella underpaid job. Just a like just the, the system itself just needs to needs to change for you know for a better tomorrow. I feel pay our teachers. Yeah, pay pay our teachers and let them really do what they're set out to Look, do. Look, she loved that one. Too many bonds. All I'm gonna say is this is my first I haven't even started yet, but this is gonna be my first year. Um I'm kinda happy with my pay, but I would like more. I'm weak. But my pay is pretty good. I, I mean, the longer you teach, the more you get. So, see, I'm not pretty good. I don't know how long I'm gonna be a teacher though. Jesus Christ! So, so shit, I heard you, you you good on sports, and you know you, you good. Oh, oh, I can, I can basketball and football. Well, we'll talk about this b-ball real quick. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm ready. I can definitely in the room with the guys. Press a press a B. No, don't press, press a B. B. So we got. I'm gonna tell. Hold on, on, hold on. Before you start, I did not keep up with basketball like I should have this past week because I was out of town. Okay. Now I do know who got eliminated, who still wins. I know a little something that's going on, but I didn't really, you know. Keep up with it like I normally try. It, it wasn't nothing important, you know what I'm saying? Just the press people finally, her. in the finals. But yeah, man, who you like? So right now we got the the Clippers and the Suns, you know, fighting for the final spot for the for the Western side. And uh, yeah, they, Wait, say it again. I didn't hear you. We got the Clippers and the Suns going at it for the Western Conference Finals. The Suns are up one nothing. So. Yeah, we can start to start from there in the NBA playoffs. Uh, who you got or who do you want to see win the chip or who do you have a favorite? So I really want Chris Paul to get a ring. That part. I really, 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 really want him to get a ring, but I do know that he is not playing in game two. But I also know that Kawhi is not playing. So I'm going to go ahead and say I'm, I'm pushing for the Suns because I really want him to get his ring. Okay. Who do you want to see the Suns play against in the finals? Because um, you got the Atlanta Hawks and the Milwaukee Bucks. And the Bucks. Mm. I don't know. Because 
Hey, Young been doing his thing. He's been playing really, really good. And it, is this this like his second year, right? Trey Young. Uh, I think so. He was doing real good, but I don't yeah, know. Cool. I think I'll be good with seeing either one of them play the Suns. You just you just want Chris Paul to get the ring. I really want Chris Paul to get the ring. As a Clippers fan, Which I want, want the Clippers to win. I know that's the thing. I want the Clippers to win, but at the same time, I'd rather I'm gonna be fine. Whoever come out the West, I'm fine as long as they win the the, the championship. Yeah, because you're a Chris Paul fan and you're a Clippers fan. I really want Chris Paul to get a ring too, but I don't. I don't know. I didn't think about who I'd rather see him play. Hmm. I, I think they'll have an easier job if they play the Hawks. I'm I'm so I don't know. It's this this finals is well, this playoff series has been just different because now we don't have big market teams in the in the very, very finals. different. And I'm so glad for that because I'm so tired of seeing the same well, I'm not you know, I'm not hating on it, but it's just like you see the same shit for so long. It's like about time we get something different. Like yeah. LeBron is still the GOAT. Yeah, LeBron's still the GOAT. But you know, but, but now we have you know underdogs actually in the big spotlight now. So I definitely like to see that Trey Young is in the spotlight. Giannis is in the, you know, fighting for the finals this year, finally getting past the chip. Uh, Chris Paul, I do want Chris Paul to get a ring for real, for real. Die Hard New Orleans Hornets fan. That's my guy. That's my favorite basketball player ever. So I do want him to win it. I mean, I know Joe, I know Joe, you're, you're a big Clippers fan, but I, I just hope that, you know, this might go to game seven. So I'll just, I'll just hope that it, it beats that, that situation if Kawhi comes back and Chris Paul comes back. So. Yeah, see. that's all I say. I just I just hope it's a good series, bro. Um, I want the Clippers to win just because I think you know I'd, it'd be great for, for us to actually get a ring and get on and get on top of that hump and actually say that we are the kings of LA and get over that. Um, but at the same time, bro, Chris Paul don't got much time left. The Clippers gonna be around. Uh, I think Chris Paul probably got like three more, two, three more years left, if that. Yeah, about the same um, time as LeBron. Yeah, I like whatever I say that he's contract up this year. So whatever contract he signs, I think that's gonna be his last one. Yeah. So, you know, I'd I'd rather see him get one now than wait another two or three years. And you know, the Clippers got time, you know, it's a whole organization. I'd rather see Chris get hit. So um it's a very bittersweet moment for me. I just hate it. I just hate the, the time I'm in right now. Sports wise, y'all, y'all fellow LSU basketball players getting a lot of flack lately. Because he's trash. I mean, because he's trash. Garbage. Like, <laughs> how are you a point guard, bro? And you like what? Can't she Shay liked him when he was here. She loved us some dinners. Say hi. I don't clean. Well, I'm not gonna say I don't clean. I don't watch LSU football lately. I mean, not football, LSU basketball. I watch LSU football. I go hard for LSU football, not LSU basketball. But that is my school. Whatever. (laughs) That is my school. Whatever. Well, Ben Ben is trash. They're booting that man out of the field. That was horrible. That was horrible. Horrible. That was horrible. Nine points? Was it nine points? Yeah, nine, nine points. points. Nine points. But I won't be surprised if he, if he still stays with Philly because I do feel like he's still gonna stay with Philly. 
No, I think they're gonna trade him. My thing is, I just don't know where they're gonna trade him. Like, I, I doubt it. I it doubt is. It. Like, if I know you can't shoot and you can't play offense, like, you have no offensive game at all. I don't want you on my team. You can play. Yeah, defense is cool, but I need you to put the ball in the basket. The thing about yeah. is, they've been knew this man can't shoot. Like, they've been. They've been on his ass on Twitter. Like, like, like Philadelphia been knew this man can't shoot. They know his his weak points in this game is is not you know shooting and scoring. So it's just like they know what they know what he is. They know what you know he's not good at. So that's why I'm not really surprised. Yeah, I think he's gonna stay. What's crazy? I look for like this too shall pass. Like they on his ass right now, but give it like a week and ain't nobody gonna be saying nothing. Well, yeah, because a lot of stuff happening in football right now. Oh my gosh. A lot of stuff is happening in football, so they're definitely not about to be talking like a bunch of people getting arrested. There's a, a gay football player, an openly gay football player. I this is my first time hearing about that. Come on, I'll bring it. Oh, we, yeah, my Carl Nassau. He was a one of the he a defensive player for the Raiders. He came out as gay yesterday. Um, Sam. He, I ain't gonna lie, he better than Michael Sam, low key. Like he been in the league for like six years, I think, and he under contract for like another two years right now. So he been getting support though. See, when Michael Sam came out, it was like it wasn't a norm. Like the whole equal rights, you know, pride movement wasn't really a prevalent as it is right now back like so it was like at the very beginning stages and I feel like maybe Michael Sam was the one who was able to like he had to like walk through the door and take that shot mm-hmm. and yeah. so now the door is open so now anyone could come through it with open arms because there's no more shots to throw if that makes sense like so now you know it, it, I feel like now like anyone could do it and like it'd be okay where like Michael Sam did it and it was like well damn y'all fussed at me for that. <laughs> Yeah, right. he kind of tarnishes draft pick in a lot of ways. Because also, too, coincidentally, that was also when they were still the St. Louis Rams. That was kind of right. weird. So they were already, mm-hmm. organization-wise, they were already, like, in the process of just rebuilding and relocating anyway. So I feel like they didn't want the extra weight. Like, look, we got too much media on this one guy coming out of this gate, so we're going to just, you know, do away with them and boot them out the door and just move on. So that's where we're at now. So I honestly didn't know that uh, he came up well. Yeah, and see, that's the thing. Like my thing is like when when Sam, when Michael Sand came out, came out, but I was a talker, of everything for like a good month. Like dude came out as gay, like in a real quick video. It was probably like 30, 30, 45 seconds, and well, then that was it. Well, he did that for his draft day. Like he, that was basically like his draft rollout. Like, look, I'm I want to be the first openly gay football player. You know, that's come true. Out. So it's like. It was already media attention because, like, oh, like, will he do it? So that's true. That was it was different time, you know, different time. But yeah, I see the NFL has been very supportive. So that's that's good to be supportive of. Yep. So I think there's a lot going on in football, and so that's why um, after like a week or two, nobody's going to be talking about how trash Vincent is. Please. He's still trash. He still can't shoot. Next season, like they really, gonna yeah, next like, season, yeah, definitely. Like the crowd used to go crazy, he used to make a three pointer. That's how bad it was. I used to make this man shoot. I think it's funny that you freaking six, 
nine and then won't dunk against somebody that's like six two. But that's neither here nor there. I just he's soft. He's charming ultra. He's a point Fuck guard. It. That's what I don't understand. Like, bro, you're a point guard. How do you not have this skill? Like your bench players got better percentages than you. His rookie is better than him. Tyree Maxey. Tyree Maxey. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. I'm better than him. You're right. Definitely. All right. On today's on today's show, I think that. I am. I feel like I can get more than nine points. In a whole series, yeah, probably. I'm better than him. I think it's like four, he's like four and 14 or something like that. I'm like, how? Oh. Yep, that was, that's pretty much what it was. Four and 14. That's a terrible percentage. Maybe my man was just scared. Maybe scared he was just what? nervous. Scared Maybe he was just nervous. You got to be nervous. Team. What you got to be scared of? He was all, nervous. How long he been in the own league now? What is there to be nervous about at this point? I've been in the league about four years now. Exactly. Like, that's, this not your rookie season. You ain't starstruck at this point, like. But this was probably the first afraid. time getting this far, though. I think this is the first time getting like as far as this. I think him being nervous is cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't don't make excuses. That's cat. I mean, we all we all have seen seen chokes in the playoffs. I mean, look at James Harden. So. I mean, that's a professional. Like he just well choking him, like. <laughs> That bitch choke every year, yeah. every <laughs> every year. It's like the post I ain't now. never seen somebody just on cue, on cue every time when it matters most. He does not show up, but you want me to call you the MVP, one of the best scorers ever to touch a damn basketball. That's all he'll ever go down as, really. He will never. He in my eyes, he'll be nothing more than a damn six man for not OKC. A, not a six man. Right. Holding Kevin Durant's jockstrap. Okay, and on that note, <laughs> I mean, they both know. They both know how to do what they can to win. If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's run and play with these guys over here. They look good. Oh, ridiculous, man. Let's go on this side. They got yeah, and lose. And lose again. That that, that was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. I'm sorry, but like they almost did it. I ain't gonna lie. Brooklyn almost bought a ring. Almost. Yeah, almost. almost. That man said almost bought a ring. Bought a ring. I just, I just caught that. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, they almost bought a ring. Ring pop almost because you got you got Kyrie. The strawberry you ring. Sign KD. Trade it for Harden. You sign Blake. You sign or you, yeah, you sign Blake. I think you signed DeAndre in the offseason. Like you tried to buy a ring and it didn't work. Almost. This is not horseshoes. I guess almost doesn't count. That's a lot of rings. Nope. Hey, man. No, that's a lot of luxury tax is what it is. Their offseason is going to be interesting. That's called a that's called a nice tip is what it is. Let's see who gets the max contract. <laughs> oh. Definitely not going to be James. Definitely not Kyrie. 
Nah, I mean they already signed for a little minute, so they, they got a, they got a while for that. They gonna want their money. I just want to see who leaves first. That's all. Kyrie, it's gonna be Kyrie. Like, definitely, he's gonna he's gonna talk about there's too many demons in the arena. He's gonna be like, <laughs> I need to depart and go somewhere where there's more higher energy and higher. A better, energy. a better energy. <laughs> right. Um. Like he's gonna talk about the feng shui is off. So. We gonna talk about that when we get off because that was horrible. We gonna talk about that. We gonna talk about that. I respect all religions. What are we talking about? Mm. I'll text y'all when we get off. Oh, because no. Oh, no. oh no 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 no! Mm-mm. Oh we. Oh lord, it's gonna be fun. Oh, we got about another two and a half, maybe three weeks of basketball. And then football season. I'm ready. For and I'm gonna cry because when football season starts, I'm gonna cry. I'm ready for football. I'm ready. Does that mean I go back to work? I'm ready for college football. I'm ready for NFL. I'm ready for it. Yeah, hopefully by then all y'all. My Saints jersey is in the closet. It's just waiting for me to put it on. Y'all, y'all, y'all slate will be clean. You know, LSU, all them rape cases. So everybody will be. <laughs> can you relax, bro? Can you chill? Like, can you chill? Can, can y'all team chill? They're all gone now. Hey, the culture's still there. Ah. Uh, uh, We're not going to talk about that. I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. I just go to school there. Hey, I, I just LSU. worked there. I like LSU football, but you know, it's tragic. We gonna be nice this year. They should be. They should be nice this year. Miles Brennan still the quarterback? No. No. Uh, he shouldn't be. <laughs> no, I hope not. He shouldn't be. That's how. That, see, this is why I hate when LSU gets in this, like in this period where you don't even know who the quarterback is. It's like I hate when LSU gets to that point. It was like that when Brandon Harris was still. I'm like, is he still a quarterback? How? Yikes. But Memories still- of being in the crowd chanting, put in the freshman, and the freshman was Brandon Harris. Put in Funny the freshman. Story. <laughs> I had a class with him, um, and they used to be on his ass when we was in class. Like, they used to be like, you suck. No, huh? Well, I actually had a class with him and Anthony Jennings at one point. Like, I had a class with them together. And then, like, it just used to be bad. Oh, wow. They actually showed up for class? Well, Brandon Br- Brandon was good in practice. Brandon was a dog in practice. This man said practice. Everybody was like a dog <laughs> in practice. He was a dog in practice. Everybody I don't know what good. happened on the real game. Everybody looked good through walkthroughs. Wait, y'all know what's crazy? He worked for, like, Texas, like, the University he's of Texas. He's a coach, right? Yeah, a recruit. Okay. He, like, he's the scout. I mean, his high school knocked us out of the playoffs our senior year at high school, so that's why I knew about him. That's when was in the second round. Oh, oh my AirPods just died. <laughs> I left my girl back. My laptop won't die, too. Maybe we should edit that part out. We don't know here. My, my, my laptop won't die. When? Uh, what percent is on? I'm going to say. Well, 
being that Sheila's laptop is about to die, which is the, the time of the show, we end it and wrap it up. Y'all go in the comments and tell them to bring me back. Okay. Yeah, make sure you comment and say we want underscore Pimsnatty Shade two A's on Instagram and Twitter back. I would love we'll to see. We'll think about it. Quote that word for word. Okay. We'll think about it. This was awesome, guys. I love you, and I love what you guys are doing with your podcast. We love you too, Sheila. Can't hey. wait. For merch. Glad to glad to glad to have you on. The merch is coming soon. Um. You will be one of the first to get some, so don't stop asking. Okay, no, look, don't. Okay, don't edit this out too. But y'all merch should be out before Mardi Gras. It's we'll think about it. Edited, but yeah, we'll we'll keep it. <laughs> when you say what? It won't be edited. This is all okay. Well, your merch should be out before Mardi Gras, so um, I could be in the city with my, you know, shirt on. Oh yeah, we'll think about it. All merch is exclusive for the first rollout, so. Okay. If you see it, that's because you can't buy it. <laughs> nah, real talk is he got about three shirts already. Exactly. <laughs> I got one. Aurel got one. Oh, shit. I'm about to send you the, the thing. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that after. But yeah, I'll, I'll let you know about all that. Okay. All right. Well, this was fun, guys. Oh, yeah. Thank y'all for tuning in to episode nine of the Rody Podcast. This has been me, B, and Joe, and our special guest, Shay. Whoa. Yadia. Bye.